This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Uh, so this is kind of uh, wild. What a time to be alive. Um, Coors Light is releasing limited edition beer-flavored popsicles. Jesus. They're meant to coincide with March Madness, which just started, and they're non-alcoholic, so the whole family can enjoy them together. Uh, the popsicles are being called Coors Sickles, and they're available at more than 800 bars Whoa. throughout the country. You can order a six-pack through their online shop. It's 20 bucks. <laughs> they're only releasing a limited number of Coors Sickles every day. And even though they're non-alcoholic, you do got to be 21 to order them bad boys. Um, you could also enter to win a pack at CoorsLight.com slash Coors Sickles. Now, this is another kind of cool thing. Um, this is uh, Hormel holding a contest where you can win a pack of bacon, which was smoked with scraps from the maple wood used to make this year's March Madness championship court. Oh, wow. That's kind of cool. That's badass. Yeah, I thought that was super neat. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never thought of that. It's called Hard Court Smoked Bacon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Got a ring to it. So I'm going to go ahead and put my name in the hat for that. For oh, sure. that is fantastic. Yeah. Well, pretty cool. I'll be sitting there eating. Uh, man, I've, I've licked seven of these popsicles and I ain't buzzed yet. What's going on? Guess I could dip it in my chorus line. Oh, boy. Oh. Um, yeah. You, well, you drink, uh, you drink Coors Light with a lime, right? Yeah. I do. There you go. I do. Well, it's like uh, Ho Chunk has it on tap there, so it's easy to. Toss a lime up in that bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, it's actually pretty tasty with a lime. Try it sometime. Uh, the odds of finishing in perfect bracket, don't forget. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's right. One in 120 billion. <laughs> one or, in 120 well, billion. Well, that makes me feel better about the Powerball. Right. Uh, you actually have better odds of winning the Powerball with two consecutive tickets than getting a perfect bracket. <laughs> I forget. Is it two? Oh, I forgot to fill my bracket out. Oh, crap. And you have better odds that a family of four will all get hit by lightning separately in their <laughs> lifetime. That's kind of a sad thing, yeah. but uh, yeah. whatever. Um, there is a one in 10,000 chance that you'll get injured by a toilet in your lifetime. So there are better odds that you're going to get injured well, well, by a toilet. Injured on a toilet or just by Buy it by a toilet. Would it be like falling off the top shelf at a Home Depot? Sure. Okay, cuz that's very strange. Getting glued to one, I don't know. <laughs> get my head stuck in a toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much mezcal did you have in Beloit yesterday, <laughs> sir? We're going to extract your head out of the toilet now. And remember no one has officially submitted a perfect bracket ever. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's Well, I, yeah, you gave me the odds. That's incredible. I bet people have come close. The longest streak of perfection was a neuropsychologist Mm. from Ohio. (laughs) Nerd. Who managed to pick the winner in the first 49 games in 2019 correctly. Wow. Of course, there's 63 games in total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So that should make you feel a little bit better. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, Am I crazier to Costco have... uh, Vodka popsicles. Oh, yeah, because they were bringing them out to the barn. Um, I had one once. They had ones that were like bomb pops. Mm -hmm. They were red, white, and blue. And then they had other ones 
Ooh, but maybe those ones were tequila. But the red, white, and blue ones were vodka. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I remember them. They were sweet. The one I had was sweet. So, yeah. It's like, oh, my God, there's so much sugar in this thing. Yes. But I, yeah. It was definitely a one and done. But I, it's a fair tra- thing. fair trade to get some vodka flowing through my veins. I guess. You know? there. Well, there's all kinds of, you can get all kinds of the boozy pops now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everywhere. Pretty, pretty easy. But this yeah, is the so. first one I've heard of with beer. <laughs> without beer. Well, without alcohol. Yeah. Beer taste. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I'm not exactly. It's a swing and a miss for me, John. Warming up the car to be the first in line. No. I I get it. I would rather be drinking a a cocktail and have a regular popsicle on the side, I think. Yeah. I'm just spitballing here. Um, I'm not, yeah, I I just don't, I'm not spending 20 bucks on a six-pack. Especially because there's no booze in it. That's what you're... Yes, that's... See, you were raised right. Replay today. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. A British man didn't realize he was biting into a prize-winning candy egg. YouTuber Adam Davis. Um, He ate a Cadbury cream egg that was worth about 12 grand. Whoa. He didn't realize he was eating a half-white, half-chocolate egg, which Cadbury put in stores for people to find to win a big cash prize. What this remind you of? Uh, my chocolate. My beautiful chocolate. <laughs> uh, yeah, the chocolate river. Why uh, Why are they so expensive? Why is that so expensive? Don't do that. My chocolate must never be touched by human hands. It's a prize-winning egg. It's worth 12 grand. They, so they put it out in stores, oh. and you don't know until you unwrap it, oh. and then it's, you get money for the egg. It's okay. like a golden ticket. Okay. I did not know this. Yeah. Interesting. It's legit. Did not know. Well, he didn't know either. So you, you, uh, <clears throat> is it, is it, you turn it in for cash? Yes. I did not know any of this. Uh, well, can't, I mean, Cadbury's huge over there. But you're not allowed to bite into it. Well, you can't eat it and then be like, give me my money. Oh, he ate the whole thing. He ate it. He didn't realize. <laughs> That it was a promotion that was happening. Okay. Here. I've got a Cadbury's cream egg. In fact, I'm going to tuck into this right now. Do you know how long it's been since I've been in this van? That was the one. But why do I always eat the good stuff first? Now I'm left with apple. Ugh. So he ate the whole damn thing. Jeez. And then people on his YouTube channel were like, bro! Dude, bro. Bro, that was the $12,000 egg, you man. Got, you got a $12,000 chocolate mustache, bro. Um, so, uh, friends pointed it out. Now, Cadbury relaunched the cream egg hunt by, uh, careful. (laughs) Be very careful. (laughs) We're saying hunt on the radio. Be very careful. Mm -hmm. By hiding 280 half white, half milk chocolate Cadbury cream eggs all across the UK stores. Customers who purchase one of the mixed eggs can claim the $12,000 prize. So, yeah, he uh, says, I don't feel too bad about eating it. Who else can say they ate twelve grand in 30 seconds? Money comes and goes, but a story of an epic fail lasts a lifetime. Oh, he's just trying to make maybe, himself feel yeah, better. Yeah, maybe he can write a book about it. <laughs> well, so that's what he was saying. Now he'd be saying... 
that the chocolate giant should give over uh, some of the there, money. I, I know he'll sue them. I guarantee you. You did not make it clear enough to an idiot like me. I should not have eaten it. He's being. I mean, Brits handle this stuff a little differently than we do over here. Uh, Cadbury should give me at least some of the prize money as a consolation prize. When you think about it, it's one less egg that someone else could find. To be fair, though, I had no idea the competition even existed, so it's certainly not their fault. And if I had realized it and sent it to him, there's every chance it would have been lost in the mail anyway. So, um, just being kind of a cheeky Brit about it. You said a cheeky Brit? I did. So the... the uh... The front saw the wrapper? Is that, is that no, the... they saw the, the egg itself is mm-hmm. half white chocolate, half milk chocolate. Why didn't they stop him from eating it then? They didn't, because it was on a YouTube channel. He oh. was just in there. Oh, I just wondered how the front saw it. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know it was on YouTube. Yeah. Ah, oh, wow. What a schmuck. He's, uh, he's fine. He'll be fine. So how much were the eggs to begin with? Do you know? They're like... They're like, I don't know, $2. Oh. You ain't never seen a Cadbury cream egg in the store? Uh, is it a big, bigger Cadbury egg? No, it's just a regular Cadbury egg. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. And it's got a golden wrapper. How do you know it's the egg in a bag of a bunch of eggs? Because it's white and brown? Talk it out, dude. Yes, because you unwrap it. Yeah. And it's white and milk chocolate. Right. You think you think if you're just mindlessly eating them, you wouldn't even sometimes look at it. You think they make it a the little The Cadbury clearer. cream eggs are big. They're like the size of an egg. Well, that's what I just asked you. You just yeah. said they were tiny. I did not say they were tiny. Yeah, you ve- you very much just said they were tiny. I you did said, not. So you get one. I'm a, going to replay this bag Do, you, for do you, you get one? Do you buy it separately or is it in a, they in a bag? I've never seen them in a bag. Okay. I've only seen them where you can buy them like separately or in a I don't know if it's like a two pack or a three pack. They're big. They're it's a it's a lot of candy. It's the size of an egg and there's cream in it. Yeah, I don't like those. Not even a fan of those. That that cream, that mystery cream, I'll take a pass. Uh yeah, it hurts my teeth. I'll eat my my mint Kit Kat bars. The caramel ones are good. But if I knew that Cadbury was hiding you know, these eggs all over the place that worth two, 12 grand, I would probably buy a few Cadbury cream eggs, even though I don't care for them. Does that, do we do that over here or just over there? It was just over there. Yeah. Because Cadbury's huge over there. Gotcha. There is like eight. They're the Hershey. Yeah. To- totally. The Sammy Sosa of chocolate. Like every candy bar is Cadbury. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Wow. What a racket. Whatever. What's your go-to candy bar? Do you even eat candy bars? I can't tell you the last time I had a candy bar. Yeah. I used to like those Milky Ways. Man, I used to pound those like a, like a madman. We like, see, well. I bet one of my legs is all nougat. It's delicious. I bet if you poked me, I could, I'd could pop nougat out like a zit. We don't need you to have another medical condition. Nougat <laughs> leg. It's got bursitis. Diverticulitis, cellulitis. Yeah, I've got all the itises. Mm-hmm. Nougatitis. <laughs> nougat. Yeah. He was solid nougat. I don't know how he could even walk. It was unbelievable. Um, go to candy bar, Cadbury Caramellos. Mm. And then we put them in the freezer. I know those. I love mm-hmm. those. 
Oh, yeah. You throw it in the freezer, and then you can just take one square off. Yes, that's a Cadbury? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I take it back? Yeah. See? What about you? What's your go-to? Uh, you like the mint Kit Kats. Yeah, I just, uh, I've got a whole bag of them at the house. And I uh, treat myself. Mm. Uh, I don't, I try not to eat them too much, but. Uh, are you sure you don't uh, have one whole leg that's wafery? Cat, Kit Kat bar mint and uh, popcorn are usually my treats. Hell yeah, dude. And then I try it and then we, uh, we top that off and, uh, and uh, there you go. When my wife is not sleeping with one of the actors from Yellowstone, I usually make us popcorn. I was going to ask you how you're feeling about your wife leaving you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if she leaves me for Luke Grimes. uh, On a work trip. On a work trip. I better be. uh, You know what I am? I am Tiger Woods' girlfriend in this scenario. I better get compensated. Luke Grimes. Mama, better write me a check. (laughs) <laughs> She's gonna be like, "You can have the house yeah. and the and the pencil yeah. Christmas trees." My, uh, <laughs> all seven of them. <laughs> right. Yes, that's the last thing I saw when I went to bed last night. My wife in Nashville with Luke Grimes in an after party. <laughs> oh man, this is when people get pregnant. <laughs> Very strange. Cool. He's a good-looking kid. He's a singer. So that's why he's down there. He's shopping his band around. Uh, I guess they play. Shopping it. for wives. They, they sh- <laughs> <laughs> hmm, la 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 la. la. Uh, well, all right. If he's gonna steal my wife. He at least give me a uh, autographed eight by ten glossy or something. <laughs> Parting gift. <laughs> and maybe a horse riding lesson. Would it kill you? To introduce me to Kevin Costner. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. (laughs) If anybody saw me Friday, call. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) <laughs> gives the New York Jets his wish list. Yeah, that was yesterday. You know, and not only is he rubbing it in our face, he's now uh, wants to take half the Packers with him. I mean, can we just shoot this asshole into the sun? I mean... We don't need to be that extreme. Just cut him loose, dude. Oh, that is easier. Then we don't have to like get a rocket. And mm-hmm. yeah, okay, yeah, that's easier. Yeah, okay. it's just a, it's just a, it's a messy breakup. Is all. Right now, you're divvying up pets. <laughs> you calling Randall Cobb? A, I'm just saying that pet? would be the equivalent. <laughs> trying to figure out where the kids get placement. <laughs> <clears throat> the uh, report is Aaron Rodgers gave the New York Jets a wish list of pass catchers. He would like the team to acquire, including at least three of the uh, Packers who were there with Rodgers. Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, which is already signed with the Jets. Mercedes Lewis, along with Odell Beckham. You know, he kind of tried to play general manager in Green Bay, and it didn't work out the way it was supposed to, right? 
Just so, just so we have our facts. I yeah. are those alter are those alternate facts? Mm, they're real facts. Earlier on Tuesday, it was reported the Jets were looking to sign Lazard, which they did. And uh, Cobb now uh, thrown into the mix. Cobb spent 10 seasons in Green Bay, coming off a season which caught 34 passes, 417 yards. Lewis had a minimal role in the Packers' 2022 season, but has been a Rodgers teammate since 2018. Then there's Beckham. He did a private workout last week in front of 11 NFL teams seeking a new destination. I wonder if A-Rod's going to give up some of that $60 million. Looming over all this, the factors uh, that Rodgers, not even on the Jets, and he's general general managing the Jets, and he's not even on the team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is all great. Uh, <clears throat> New York Brass visited Rodgers, California, despite noise that a deal between the pack. So uh, Aaron's on his TV show today with uh, old... Uh, Good old Pat McCratch. Pat McCratch. I think that's 1 o'clock today. Thought it was noon, but what do I know? I'm still running on old time. <laughs> Should Rogers go from Green Bay to the Big Apple, he could be joined by some familiar faces. When or if he gets there, it remains up to him. I'm surprised the Jets haven't just said, uh, we're out of cash, dummy. You know what I'm saying? Randall Cobb, these guys aren't going to go play for a million dollars. I don't know what to tell you, bro. At some point, you got to call Aaron and go, dude, we appreciate the effort, but you're not the general manager. You want to play football? Everybody's got stuff to do. They got kids. We got uh, bar mitzvahs. We got uh, stuff. I'm trying to add a four-season porch on the back of the crib. Yeah, right, we, we right. Got, we got stuff. Uh, so here's a guy, not even on your team, determining who's going to be on your team. That's got to be bothering the Jets at this point, doesn't it? Get used to it, a-holes. It's just a little peek as to what you have to look forward to. <laughs> well, the Jets are like, whoa, dude, pump the brakes. <laughs> you ain't even on the team yet. So, uh, Mr. Boss Man, now, now, now they're getting a glimpse. Because now they're like, oh, wait a minute. And and uh, here's Aaron. He's got to check all these boxes off. So everything's perfect. So he has the best chance to win. Even though, you know, he, he just played with these guys. He has to have the best, in his mind, best chance you to win. You know what I hope? Because he ain't going to leave here. I hope they go to the playoffs and he chokes. Well, that's been happening for. Exactly. See, look, so look at the clarity you have. He knows. Now that you're in the midst of the breakup, you're like, you're right. It never really was that great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he's getting older, so he's on his way out. So he's trying to call the shots, get as much as he can with the uh, leverage he's got left. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what do you guarantee him? I mean, Lazard's on the team, and now he wants three more guys? Holy crap, dude. Why don't we just change the name to the New York Rodgers? So annoying. Probably in the uh, contract. So annoyed. It's all right. Take a deep breath. (laughs) 
the co- the coach is like, uh, yeah, to his general manager. I, I think we should look at these guys at, uh, at draft day. Mm, no, Aaron. No, Aaron. What? Aaron wants to go in a different direction. Get used to it. <laughs> he ain't gonna show up for practice either. He's, he's got an old buddy named Jordy Nelson. He wants to bring in for a tryout. Take him. Ah, uh, it cannot end soon enough. Unbelievable. Just just milking the talent, milking the leverage, my way or the highway. Nice team player, a-hole. He hasn't been a team player for a very long time. It's okay. It's okay. That is some entitled behavior right there. This is this is the when you're trying to buy a championship, it looks it looks kind of tacky. You know what I'm saying? That's why people bitch about the New York Yankees year in and year out. Mm. If you say so, everybody mm-hmm. knows it. Everybody knows what it is. They 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 know what they're doing. I'm not doesn't guarantee anything, but that's the tacky look of trying to buy a championship and burning all your bridges. How about that? Hi. Danger. The funny part's going to be when he goes to New York, or he doesn't go to New York, he goes, no, I'm good. (laughs) You guys can have all these guys that I didn't want anymore. (laughs) How do you feel if you're the Jets? How do you stop now? How do you stop that train? Right. Knowing well, that now, now you've got now you've got guys maybe you didn't even want. Oh, you remember what they say? It takes a train uh, thousands of yards to stop. <laughs> there you go. Good so enough. They're, they're in for the long ride. All right, great, great, uh, great call, dude. Yeah, great observation. Yep. Thank you. We have brilliant callers. Serious. Some of the best. Calm down. I- Get out your green 18. Get out your green. Yeah. Hello. Dingler. I'm ready to shoot this a-hole into the sun as well. But this is all Aaron wants is us to keep continuing to talk about him until he makes this decision. Mm. How come? Two. How come? Um, he can go ahead and take these guys because he didn't win with those guys here in Green Bay. Right. He sure as hell ain't going to win with them there because – He's just going to run into Patrick Mahomes come the postseason, and he'll take care of him. So, and also the New York Yankees haven't bought a World Series in over a decade. Right? So. No, I know it's been a long time. <laughs> I know it's been a long time, but I mean that's the that's the, the no. that's the look no. of 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 money. That's for sure. Well, now it's the Padres spending a billion dollars. Yeah, there you the go. There so. you go. All right, man. But man, I appreciate you guys. Talk Thanks, to you later. Buddy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I I I, always, I just wonder. I sit and I look at this stuff, and I'm like, you know, Aaron, he's getting older. Well, he'd be 40 years old. Yeah. So you know, if he's not worried about the offensive line, uh, it, it, all he wants is targets. That's all he wants now, because he's getting old. So they're they're. So they got to carry the water. I'm telling you, we got to shoot this guy into the sun, quickly. No, I would like someone else to experience the misery. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Another set of fans needs to go through the constant disappointment. I mean, you've got two cities, just it's circus time. 
You should hear him bitching in New York. Listen to some local sports radio in New York. I don't think so. I think I've had my fill of Aaron Rodgers talk. I don't need more. Wait till the Diva show gets to New York, dude. They're going to cook this, dude. Anyways. All right, Rabbit, I got to go. Hey, the only thing that redeem him in my eyes is if he's catfishing the Jets and gets them to hire all these uh, receivers uh-huh. and then just uh, retires. Okay, that's a nice mouse trap. I like that, dude. Good that's, call. That'd be pretty funny. Good call. That is that's that's an angle I didn't think of. Hi, how's it going? Hey, is it Sid Jail? It is sports talk, sports hey. ra- sports radio all day. <laughs> yeah, um, I was going to say the Jets are going to have to hire a shaman and a mystical. It's true. Hey, you know what's funny? That you know that injury tent on the sideline where the guys they shut it down when they when somebody breaks a leg. He'll go in there and you'll see incense coming out of it. Yeah. Right, and lots of flashy colors. <laughs> oh, very nice. Thanks. That's a significant observation. Hello? Oh, I love all these grown men crying in their Doritos about their favorite quarterback. <laughs> the NFL is rigged. You losers give it up. Good. Dude, I don't disagree with that. Hello? Hey, didn't the Jets owner do the same thing with Favre? He uh, got our used-up has-been stuff and then didn't do nothing with him, and now he's going to do it again with this used-up has-been. Yeah. Correct. I mean, he ain't going to learn a lesson. The fans are going to be miserable, but <laughs> the owners, they, they, the team ain't going to learn anything. Yeah, I don't, Favre, I don't think, was as demanding, I don't think. I think Favre just got his feel-feels hurt because... Uh, no, he wanted to go to Minnesota. Because he wasn't uh, the... And the Packers said no, so they uh, traded him to the Jets. Okay, all right, fair enough. But I'm just saying he wasn't uh, put He wasn't on the put on the pedestal, so Favre got his feel-feels hurt. So there you right. go. All right. All right, thanks, man. Weird. weird how they get that way, isn't it? So weird. It's fine. It's almost over, y'all. Uh, <laughs> it's almost over. We thought uploading to the cloud uh, was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D. JJO. Uh, now, we accidentally stumbled across coin convo topic today, so here we are. We're going to do some coin convo. Where's my money? Bitch. Where's my money? Where's my... Where's my money, bitch? Huh? Bitch? Where's my money, bitch? Oh, that's good. Where's my money? Where's my money, bitch? Bitch, where's my money? Wisconsin quarter for as long as I can remember. <laughs> as long as I've been alive. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure why this is recirculating, but it certainly is. Um, the And maybe you already know this, but um, there is a Wisconsin quarter released in 2004. Oh, the leaf. Yeah. Um, and it could be worth... But the- Oh. Well, there's two. Oh, what's... So, Wisconsin State Quarters from the 50 State Quarters program, which we'll get into. Do we play high-low when we get to the number? 
because I don't know, I'll guess. Um, it features a cow, a peeled husk of corn, and a sliced wheel of cheese. <laughs> Quarters released 2004. A small design difference that shows an extra leaf on the illustrated corn husks. Um, so the ones made in error have an extra leaf on the left side of the corn cob on the coin. There are approximately 50,000 of these extra leaf quarters that were minted. Wow. They were minted in Denver and released nationwide October 25th, 2004. Never forget. It was the 30th coin released in the 50-state quarter program. Um, in January 2020, one of these rare quarters was auctioned off for a record how much? Can we play high-low? Just guess. Uh, you give me a number, I'll guess high or low. Well, I have a... No, just... Just take um, a guess. Because I have like three different things to talk about. When was it auctioned off? How long ago? January 2020. In 2020. Uh, oh, okay. It's a long time. Uh, 50,000. It makes 50,000 makes me think it's not. 1,000. No. $2,212.19 American cents. It was auctioned off for $6,000. Whoa. Another quarter was auctioned off in 2006 for 2530 Whoa! Yeah. Heritage Auctions regularly auctions off Wisconsin quarters for hundreds of dollars. eBay currently has quarters on the site ranging in price from 100 to 2300 With the leaf? Depending on the coin's quality. Corn leaf. Now listen. Uh-oh. Some Wisconsin quarter errors were found with an extra corn stock leaf pointing up, which is called the high leaf, or pointing down, which is the low leaf. We should smoke the high leaf. We should. Theories abound. The normal cause for the error would be metal shavings accidentally lodging in the die, creating a gouge from the coin oh. striking action. I thought maybe a pube got in there or something. However, due to the fact that there are roughly the same amount of high-leaf and low-leaf quarters being circulated, there is speculation that someone at the Denver Mint created them intentionally. Here comes the yes. Here comes the rub, ma'am. One, yeah. one more thing, ma'am. The high leaf variety has a slender leaf that appears to pop straight up next to the corn stalk and right out of the cheese wheel. The low leaf variety uh, has what appears to be an arched leaf that links from the corn stalk down to the left, down and in the left, yeah. down and in the left, <laughs> touching the wheel of the cheese. <laughs> Got it. Down to the left. Uh, launching in 1999, the 50 State Quarters Program was a 10-year initiative that honored all 50 states and later included territories and the D.C. U.S. Mint issued five new quarters each year in the order the state uh, was ratified, the Constitution, blah, 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 blah. Cheese-friendly Wisconsin State Quarter was designed by John Flanagan, William Cousins, and Alfred Miletsky. Now, John Flanagan is the guy that designed the OG quarter. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, um, so he was born and raised in New York in 1865. He's the quarter we know and love. William Cousins is mostly uh, famous for his updated design of the Washington Quarter, which would be used in the 50-state quarter program, right? Uh, that's pretty cool. The story begins in December of 1993. It was a cold day. <laughs> As usual. <laughs> a chilly, brisk Wisconsin morn. When the Citizens Commemorative Coin Advisory oh, Committee, here we go, or the CAC, was headed by Philip Deal, the current Mint director. Um, so at the beginning, the CAC member David Gans endorsed the U.S. beginning a 50-state quarter program, where a quarter will be minted in each state. 
uh, for each state. A few years as the idea developed, U.S. President Bill, Bill Clinton signed uh, the whole act into law. Da 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 da. Began in '99, will last till 2008. Um, the new design for the quarter would be a modified version of John Flanagan's Washington Quarter design. Now, the guy that designed ours, Alfred Maletsky. Uh, American sculptor engraver. Not an original bone in his body. He's won awards for the gosh darn New Jersey quarter. What's on the New Jersey going? I know the Nevada's the horses because I go to Vegas a lot. So I love the horsies. You would love that corner. What's New Jersey? New Jersey is... Um, crossroads of the revolution. So it's a oh, the battle it's of a New- boat. Oh. Little canoe here with flags. Looks stressful. Just not. Some sort of that's George Washington crossing the Delaware. Is that what that's supposed to be? I think so. Well, he ain't doing nothing on the boat. He's just standing there. Well, the cow ain't doing nothing on our quarter either. That's so true. there you go. I don't know. He won awards. He tr- clearly he tried harder at the New Jersey coin than ours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They couldn't decide on the cor- w- w- Wisco quarter, so they put all three stupid things on yeah. it. In 2001, he won Coin of the Year award. <laughs> so this asshole. He started. He started working. Oh, and he got the. He did the New York Quarter too. See, see, one of those things would make us look like a, uh, a bunch of hicks. But all three together really paint the the urban, high flying lifestyle of Wisconsin. He designed the uh, a coin for the Smithsonian Institution 150th anniversary. Half eagle. Why are all of the other coins he designed cooler? Yeah, like action. Than us? Yeah, like action shots. Yeah. Yeah. Our situation was just cut and paste. And uh, uh, well, Alfred, he did us dirty. Well, it wasn't by committee. I mean, he was just uh, on the. He's he, cranking out design. He's just cranking. He probably out, yeah, never been right. to Wisconsin. Right. He's just cranking out designs. Right. That's mm. BS. I've never been there. Well, I, I I assume there's cows and some cornfields. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what he did. Uh, all right. Let's go get lunch. What a prick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, it's sad. Uh, I have a alternative plan. I have the new glare spotted cow, uh, happy dancing cow on the quarter. And it will say, the slogan <sighs> will be, uh, I think it's catchy. I think you'll like it. It's called happy cow, happy now. So that will replace. You can still keep forward on there. That's fine underneath. Uh, it could be uh, happy cow, happy now, uh, forward without Aaron Rodgers. I'd like to engrave that in there too. Yeah. But I mean, in that night, wouldn't that be fun? The kids would love it. We should make a commemorative coin for when we get rid of Aaron Rodgers. That's a great idea. We need a slogan for that too. See huh? ya, pussy. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. The the shirt thing. Oh, yeah. What's the shirt say? We'll never forget you, Darren. We'll never forget you, Darren. Yeah. <laughs> Commemorative Aaron Rodgers kiss our butt quarter. I like that. What do you think? <laughs> collect all two. Collect all two of our quarters here from the JJO Mint. <laughs> Still a better design than Alfred. Alfred. Danger. Yes. 
You know what kind of horses those are on that Nevada coin? I think they're wild uh, Mustangs. No, they're quarter horses, you idiot. <laughs> I love you, dude. Thanks, buddy. Oh, he set me he up. Got you, dude. Oh, he set me up so bad. Oh. All right. So, in conclusion, are you on board with us? You can be the first person to sign my petition to change the quarter. Look, uh, here's why I have hope. Uh, we got rid of Nails Tales, which was stupid. That guy left town with his tail between his legs. He was already in New York. It was like a joke. Uh, he's never been to Wisconsin. Oh, he did graduate from Wisconsin. Yeah, but then he was like, please. What was his name? Borglum? Oh, no, that was Mount Rushmore. He had, now, again, somebody who had really cool sculptures, except for that except one. Except ours. We, I don't know why we get stuck with the leftovers. Right. That guy has done really good work. Super cool sculptures. And Nail's Tail was, he. I don't know why they got to make everything look like a corn cob when they, when they think of us. Are they getting paid by the corn lobby? Thank you. Took you long enough to say it. I didn't know. I got two words for you. Conagra. Don't. We're going to get shot. You can't. You can't name them. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe. To the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. All right, uh, dude, the uh, Toadside Dits. We talked about the Iditarod last week, and uh, we have a winner. This is oh. kind of cool. Ryan Reddington uh, won the Iditarod Trail Sled Dog Race, bringing mm. his six dogs off the Bering Sea ice to the finish line. Uh, Reddington, 40 years old, the grandson of Joe Reddington Sr., who helped co-found the damn race. Wow. That's not rigged. He's known as the father of the Iditarod. Probably had some kind of hybrid um, snowmobile chassis set up. My grandpa, dad, and Uncle Joe are all in the Mushing Hall of Fame. Wow. Yeah. Where's that at? Probably up north to Alaska. I'm assuming in Alaska. All right. He previously won the junior Iditarod in 99 and 2000. Um, and his uh, father, Ramey, is a 10-time Iditarod finisher. Goodness gracious. He, yeah. had, he had no choice in life. Yeah. They, they, they beat him like a sled dog until he jumped on the sled. He becomes the sixth Alaska native musher to win the world's most famous sled dog race. Nice. Yeah, I love it. Um, he said it's been a goal of his since he was a very small child to win the Iditarod. Oh, that man. Is, yeah, that's pretty sweet. It's his 16th try. No kidding. See? Man, you'd think you'd freeze your ass off and call it a day. Yeah, but what a good lesson in not giving up. I saw, uh, I've seen many interviews of the Iditarod sled drivers, and um, they talk about how cold it gets at night up there. Yeah. And they say it's they 
perspective is weird. They say uh, around 20 to 30 below is not bad. But they said when it's really bad is when it hits about 55 below zero at night. Jesus. And one guy was saying, yeah, I, he goes, I just could not get warm. He goes, <laughs> Captain Obvious. Yeah. And he goes, all I wanted to do to get was, all you want to do is get to the point where you're just cold. Not like. Mega cold. Mega freezing cold. Right. <laughs> because you can't even get cold, uh, which would be an improvement. But, uh, yeah, they're a hardy stock, aren't they? Um, so the nearly 1,000 mile race started March 5th in Willow for 33 mushers who traveled over two mountain ranges, the frozen Yukon River and on the Bering Sea ice. Since then, only three mushers have scratched. It's the smallest field ever to start a race, though. Um, among those who scratched, even uh, the first race run had 34 mushers. Among those who scratched was the defending champ. George Santos. <coughs> Just ask him. Um, he'll tell you all about it. Um, so uh, he was, I guess, Brent Sass, who was leading when he withdrew on Saturday over concerns for his health. They call him old Sassafras. Yeah. Um, he was doing okay resting in the community of Unalakleet. Um, the Iditarod was caring for his dogs. He said... Sass said he'd been sick the entire race with a bad cold. Then on Friday, some cracked teeth started giving me issues. Cracked teeth? <coughs> Imagine that. Okay. My body basically shut down, and for two runs, I just hung on. <laughs> so it's so cold, your teeth crack. <laughs> the colder temperatures dropping to minus 30 were making his dog team stronger, but made him weaker. Yeah, right. For the first part of the race, mushers dealt with high temperatures, causing some of them to alter their strategy. You get about $50,000 for winning. Mm -hmm. The exact amount won't be calculated until the total number of finishers are known that split the prize. And you get, a, you get a, a bag of old Roy autographed by Cousin Eddie. So, yeah, I'm sure that's what they feed their dogs. Um, Duder, Reddington, splits his time between Alaska and Wisconsin. Oh, wow. Yeah. He trains his dogs in Brule, Wisconsin. Brule. Yeah. Um, in the fall and winter, he races in Alaska and Minnesota beginning in December. In the summers, he has a sled dog tour for tourists in the ski community of Girdwood, about 30 miles south of Anchorage. In January 2022, he's training in northern Wisconsin when a snowmobile driver veered into his dog team. Do you uh, remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Injuring two dogs. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I totally remember that. Wow, that's crazy. <clears throat> okay, and then in a feat of human now to see uh, stupidity, get to go to the White House and and have a Coca Cola and meet the president. Um, I don't think that I don't know that that's how that works. Going to mush right up the steps of the White House. Yeah. Right. Now you can call this next story being uh, stupid or superhuman or maybe a little bit of both. Uh, David Venkel emerged from the depths of Switzerland's Lake Sills on Tuesday after a record dive beneath the ice to a depth of more than 164 feet without a wetsuit. 40-year-old <laughs> Czech diver's record vertical plunge to 170.9 feet in a single breath follows uh, his entry into the Guinness World Records book for swimming the length of the frozen Czech lake in 2021. So he's got two records. He dived through a hole in the ice and then <laughs> retrieved a sticker from a depth of 50 meters to prove his feat 
before re-emerging through the same hole. He spat some blood, sat down for a minute, and then opened a bottle of champagne. He must be from Wisconsin. He had to visit the hospital later, but they were like, nothing serious. It's okay to spit blood at this point in time. The plunge took him 1 minute 54 seconds. Wow. Which was slower than expected. He kind of enjoyed it, but he admits he's a little more nervous than usual. He had some problems breathing. And they're not allowed to breathe. Yeah, be... because he's not breathing. Yeah, one of his gills gave out. Yeah. Um, nothing difficult for him to be in cold water. Lack of oxygen is something normal for him, but this was completely different because it's really difficult to work with the pressure in your ears in cold water. Wow. If you combine all these three things, cold water, lack of oxygen, and the problem working with pressure, it's something very unique. All right, dude. I have never had the desire to dive that far. No, the free divers weird me out. Oh, it is. That's insane, dude. It totally weirds me out. Yeah. Makes me very uncomfortable. Spitting up blood. And he's not weighted going down? So it looked like there was like a tow rope or something, you know, like yeah. he, <clears throat> to, I don't know, keep making him go down or so he could keep track of how far down he was. Um, I don't know. But uh, read sometime about free divers and their interactions with dolphins. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway. We, uh, I, I collect uh, quarters, so I like to think that I don't. Bring it. You're on the same level. <laughs> Is that uh, my ears pop when I go? I go about five feet. My ears start popping. I can't level out. That's insane. Just the mental aspect of that. I can't even imagine it. Reminds me of that scene in Hot Rod when he's training and he's trying to hold his breath, and they're holding him underwater in the pool, drinking Kool Aid. Good times. So more hundred... my style. Good lord! How many feet? I already closed the story out. It's your fault for not paying attention. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.